The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. It's time for Caffeinated Comics, a lively discussion and debate on comics, film, television, and collectibles, all fueled by the magic of Frappuccinos. And now, here's your hosts... John and Steven. Thank you, it's Kevin at Comics. I'm your host, John Clark. This is the episode that you've been waiting for. This is the episode where we are going to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy 3. But guess what? That is not that episode, because I didn't get to it. Uh, we are planning on seeing it during the week. We're planning on getting back to you. It's getting great reviews. I'm trying to be spoiler-free, so I haven't seen the in-depth reviews. But we will be getting to that. The reason I didn't get to that... I was planning on seeing it. It's free comic book day. Nobody wanted to see it with me. Both of my sons said they didn't want to be a part of that. And uh, my girlfriend, Jill, did not want to see it. So I said, I'll go by myself. But then uh, after going to a free comic book day event at the library, I ran into our guest who's been here several times, Howie Weingarten. Yes! Yeah, he is. Um, Just showed up. Just got on a plane. I got on a plane. Didn't tell me. And was wearing, uh, by the way, the best Wolverine hoodie I've ever seen. You like, want that it? was a really good, I kind of do. Because you had it zipped up, and it came with the mask. You and the mask it? had the points, the Batman-style points. And it had white eyes. It's yours. So what all this meant, oh, and, and the gloves went all the way down to like the adamantium housings. Mm-hmm. So, to surprise me, yes. you flew in. I flew in. You, you, you came in, you waited at the library. Waited at the library. There. In the I rain. walked out, and you were holding a bag, and you were just smiling, and you just started yelling. It went to my privacy. We want our privacy, actually. So. That's what you yelled. But the problem was, you stop had looking told, at me. The problem was, you had told me on text that day that you were working. That's right. That you were covering the coronation because you worked right. in news. That's right. And usually, when something like that happens, it's a big story. Like say the Olympics. I don't. I can't talk to you for yeah, weeks. Yeah. You're working. Mm-hmm. Uh, but instead, you were in Chicago, yep. and you started following me down the street, and I started walking away much faster. With your son, of course, who's well, 10. Yes, and then you said my name, which made me assume, and I don't want anyone to take insult about this, made me assume you were a listener. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is somebody who knows my voice. Right. Maybe it's somebody that used to hang out at Chimera Comics. Uh-huh. Not everybody that came into Chimera Comics. Mm-hmm. Was on level ground. Right. Some of them would put on a Wolverine costume. They and would. stand outside the library. Not that I know. The library was also giving out free comic books. I was I was glad they didn't call the cops. Oh, I was glad. <laughs> uh, it. I, I have to say, it was the most surprised I've ever been about anything. Well, I'm glad about anything that. Anything. Because I, I started to put it together. You came right up and I was like, that looks like Howie's mouth. <laughs> but how? Because that's all I could see. Oh, uh, yeah. And, uh... In case you're wondering, it was brown Wolverine. Anyway, <laughs> and I was like, that looks like how he told me he was working. So who is this guy? And then I had to unmask you. Yes. Much like, much like the end of a Scooby-Doo. Oh, <laughs> and I would have got away with it if it wasn't for these meddling kids. You are the meddling kid. I was, and I was happy. <laughs> so I'm Very uh, happy. Had, so we've had the last weekend. Of uh, just kind of hanging out and uh, relaxing. We, we, we were planning on seeing Guardians 3 tomorrow. Tomorrow will be. So uh, we'll get to it, but we we kind of just hung out. We kind of let the time go by. And one of the things we were talking a lot about was COVID. COVID. Because um, this week, uh, the FDA announced that COVID was no longer an emergency. And that's, you know, that's over three years hmm. of an emergency. And we were talking about how different COVID made everything. Yeah. Yeah. I think it changed everybody. Well, you got it how many times? Three times. Three Three times, times, yeah. And how severe each time? Okay, the first was the worst, and that was in April of 2020. That was the alpha strain, I believe they called it. And then, you know, I got vaccinated twice, then boosted. And, well, you know, I always thought that, like, once uh, once you got that first shot, that, you know, you were good to go. Now, I know some people have questions about the efficacy of the vaccine. We're not going to get, I don't hope, I hope we don't get into that. I don't think we need to. The thing is, is that 
Uh, I then got it a second time in July of 22. And then New Year's of uh, January 1st so of 2023. Yeah, this is New Year's. I was, you know, My wife and I had both gotten it. And uh, it was a little bit different from the first was the worst. The second was like a bad cold. And the third was kind of like, well, my wife really got hit hard because she got not only COVID, but she also had pink eye and a sinus infection. And, those, and those that's were no, not COVID because COVID is this smorgasbord of. Well, now there's this new sh- new strain that they've been talking about that they just they just started. Uh, you know, if you look if you if you look online, you can find it. The new strain, the recent now of what is it now? Uh, May of 2023, the Arcventus or whatever it's called. But they're saying that pink eye is a common uh, symptom that that goes along with it. And yeah, so it might have just been COVID. You know, so I mean, it's like is is you know is uh, you know you you just look at it as like is, is COVID something that's just like something here forever? Is it is something that's you know just going to have its ebbs and flows? Do we do we need to be you know you know what are the precautions that we need to do? Testing all this other stuff, you know, it's 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 just it's 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 changed our lives. Even my primary doctor said to me, he looked at me and he goes. I never thought I'd go through this. Another visit with you. <laughs> Another visit with you know. I thought once COVID was gonna kill you, and then I'd be free. You know, free. And then he started weeping. Nope, nope, nope. And then he retired. <laughs> and still, you're showing up at the house. You know, like Bill yeah. Murray and What About Bob? You know, hey, I, you know, <laughs> is it? Uh, you know, is it allergies? Is it the flu? Is it COVID? Well, that's a scary thing, actually. Well, that's with the, all seriousness. No, no, no. But that's the thing. I mean, if uh, if you've been listening to the show, uh, you know that I've had I got I caught a cold in the in the middle of March, which which then turned into allergies because spring hit, which then turned into bronchitis. Oh god! And then the last time Stephen was on the show, I literally couldn't speak. It was the worst my voice has been in the decade of doing this show. Mm. 10 years of doing Captain in the Comics. I had never lost my voice that bad. Wow. And there were times I was like, is this COVID? And there were times I was like, well, what does that matter? I've been, you know, I've been vaccinated. I've been boosted. I got the, I got last boosted in January. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but honestly, like, that's the thing. There's no rules to the, to it. And that's what was so scary about it was that I literally thought, hey, I got boosted in January. Maybe I have it in March. You know, mm. because yep. there's no way yep. to tell. Yep. Because I said, well, I don't have it because I can smell. And Jill's like, oh, it doesn't do that anymore. That's like, right. What? What's that? You're That's right. COVID classic? This is new COVID that tastes like Pepsi? You know, it's just, it's the strangest thing because like the, having the alpha strain where you couldn't smell and you couldn't taste and I had a broken ankle as well, which yeah. is not a symptom of COVID, by the way. The thing is, is that all joking aside, thing is is that like that was the worst it ever was i said previously but um you know it's just it's so like it's just like there's so many different things right now that 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 have people just 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 worried i mean i i i have heard stories of people who say i'm covid positive but it's been five days so i can go to work and in my everyone you know the person then who who's involved who goes to work? Says, "Oh yeah, by the way, I'm COVID positive," and everyone's like, "Oh my God, stay away from me." Well, that's the thing is, well, and I'm not, I don't even want to get into the politicals of like who believes no, it no, is, forget who the believes politics. it's not. Um, and you know, obviously, you and I have been through it, and it's no joke. No, and we believe that it is, but also, it's just, it just keeps changing. Yeah, because the virus I, that mutates, I guess. Yeah, well, right? I think back to lockdown. Oh and God! It was. It's weird because lockdown opened so gradually that I never thought of like, oh my God, those six months or so. It was just like little by little it led up. Like, oh, this store was opening and they were letting you in with a mask, and then this place was letting you in without a mask. Mm-hmm. So it was such. It was a hard stop, and um, for me, it was crazy. Well, it was crazy for everyone, but I was in the middle of the ocean. 
because uh, Bill Monroe, who, uh, host of the Strokecast, has been on this many times, mm-hmm. and we talked about it at the time. We were on the Joko cruise, the Jonathan Colton cruise, and we were out in um, the we were out in the middle of the ocean, going to um, the Dominican Republic, as they were just shutting things down. Oh, One God. of the ha- things that happened was Liz Fair was supposed to be on the boat. Oh. And, um, yeah, and as a Gen X kid, I was like, oh, Liz, oh, Liz Fair. But she ended up not being on the boat for safety. And she just, she just flew into the Dominican Republic, did the concert. But I did get to see a Liz Fair concert very, very close. I made mm-hmm. eye contact with her, and I was like, my marriage is over. <laughs> then I got back, and it was. <laughs> oh no! Well, that's that's another effect of COVID. Yes. You know, oh, unfortunately, the... I know three or four couples who, you know, unfortunately went through the process of being divorced. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. If if you have heard background noise, you will know that on Sesame Street, someone has finished counting. That's right. Blah. <laughs> uh, uh, There's a thunderstorm uh, going on. There is a thunderstorm with lightning. Three bowling balls. You know. It's like, it's funny because when we went to Germany a few years ago, mm-hmm. it was like thunder and Blitzen. So every time for good luck, when we have a thunderstorm, my wife and I will go thunder and Blitzen, mm. you know, superstitious, funny, kind of cute. It's a couple's thing. Well, anyway, back well, to the Well, the question is, uh, your wife was on a different trip. You were saying you were like, you were home alone. You were like, I'm just going to get on a plane. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so now that she's not here, are you extra scared by the thunder because there's no one to say Blitzen? Not going to say Blitzen. No, no, I think I'll, can, I You will, can say dunder over and over again. No, no, I will breathe into a bag, and I will try to make sure that I stay conscious and don't fall out of the chair. Yeah. Very good. But that's, <laughs> it, it's funny. I think about how naive we were, we were. You know, that we was like, oh my God, we're going to be locked in the house for three weeks. You know, at one point to me, that sounded like heaven. Uh, but, it still kind of does to me. I, well, but I'm but so, seven hours later, I'm like, I've got nothing to do. I have nowhere to go. I have I, mean, I can't go see my friends. I can't like, I remember. So right before like getting COVID and right before like the lockdown really started, mm-hmm. I had busted my ankle. So I'm in a, I'm in a walking cast, which really isn't a walking cast because I couldn't walk on it. And I like, you know, try to like hop around on crutches. I thought to myself... We're like a Walking Dead cast. Yeah, Walking Dead cast, yeah. Which is the next podcast after this. With Andrew Lincoln. And um, the thing was, was that um, I was just like, well, I'm going to catch up on... I'm going to watch, you know, uh, preseason baseball. I'm going to watch March Madness. I'm going to I'm gonna get into the, the NHL and, and the NBA uh, regular season winding down. And just as I was watching a baseball game, they were like... And it's the end of the fifth inning, and the game is over because of COVID. Wow! And they I'm shut like, it down mid-game. Yes. Wow. It was a mid a preseason game, just done. Everyone go home. Well, that was the thing. It was so weird. It just came down one day, and for us, like I said, we were out in the ocean, and mm-hmm. the thing about the cruise was there's no Wi-Fi on the boat. Right. And so. Um, everybody's just talking to each other, and that's like a geek cruise, you know. Like I talk to Will Wheaton more than I talk to Will my Wheaton. wife on that that week. Will Wheaton, oh, Will Wheaton's awesome. Wheaton. Um, um, but we heard rumors. We heard rumors. I was like, oh yeah, COVID's getting bad. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. And there was a day where it was like they might not let us off the boat. Remember, cruise ships was a big deal. Oh, when it cruise first started. ships was huge. And Bill and I were like, I think we might live in this room now. Yeah, uh, but they let us out. They let us out, and then we weren't sure we'd be able to take the plane. You know, That's... I got a mask. I uh, I think I got. I think I got a mask like in the airport. Mm-hmm. I flew home with a mask on. That was the first time I wore a mask outside. Mm. And I was like, and Bill was even saying like, uh, well, you know, and if you know Bill from the show, he's the eternal optimist. You know, he's like, he's like, ah, I'll just get a van and drive from Florida to Seattle. Bill would say that. Bill has an arm that doesn't work. Bill, yeah, but he's like... He had a stroke five years ago, and he has an arm that doesn't work. The man is resourceful. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. matter. He's no, resourceful. No, but it turned out we were able to fly home, and then I actually... I picked up my laptop on the way back, because mm-hmm. I left it in the office. It was actually the last time I'd ever go to that office. Uh, because, you know, they shut down that office, and then... Um, 
we'll get into that because we we can go through all the COVID. But like I yeah. have bouncing jobs because the job market changed so dramatically over. Oh this God, period. yeah. I mean, it was it's it's crazy because I remember I was I took a flight to Atlanta to see family, and I went through the uh, the airport. It was just February of 2020 probably before you know what hit the fan and i remember going through the airport and there was no one there yeah I remember and i was well, like yeah. but now i was flying not there was out still, of... there were still some people there because i do remember buying a lunch but there was somebody like working the right food. but when i say johnny that i was in a uh that there was nobody in this airport i was flying out of a small regional airport okay. with eight gates and like in a large room where basically Everything is within like five minutes walking. It's just like if you go to a large international airport, obviously sometimes you got to take a tram or sometimes you got to, you know, right. you got to walk a mile and a half to get to to get to the gate you're going to. No, this thing was like security. Look right behind him. There's your eight gates, and you're flying right out. You know. Yeah. And yeah, I flew. There was last nobody. Time I flew out of one of those was in Kentucky. No, exactly. There was nobody in this room. I was sitting by myself, and not. And it's funny because very naively, I thought that, oh, my God, this must be the greatest airport ever. No one's ever heard of it. And I'm like, I said to my wife. <laughs> it's a well-kept secret. It's a well-kept secret. No one's ever heard of this. We got to fly out of this airport every time. You're gonna, I'm going to tell people I used to fly in this airport before it was cool. You know, exactly. And, and well. To make I have it, this uh, airport's first album. <laughs> The funny thing is, is that like, you know, like I flew down to Atlanta. I'm hanging out with my brother. Hanging out. Hanging out with the family. Uh, hanging out. Yeah. If 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 the uh, references go off the rails, last night because I had no plans, I didn't know he was coming. We ended up watching The Room and Birdemic. Two of so the this best, is the highest quality thing movies. we've done in the last. Two years. of the best worst movies you'll ever see. In completely different ways. Yeah. Like, Birdemic should not have been made no. because nobody anywhere near it had any skill to make a movie. And The Room was mm -hmm. people that were pretty good trying really hard with a madman at the center of it. Yeah. It truly was the disaster artist. Yes. We ended up watching that very late. Oh, yeah, we did. I, I refused to go to bed even though I was falling asleep because I'm like, you know what? I've been waiting for this day to, to make this surprise trip. And you know what? Not falling asleep, no way, no how. Even though what, a few times I, lion? Uh, yeah, exactly. No, no way, not no how. <laughs> you know, I'm not falling asleep. I'm not falling asleep. Without <laughs> the bottom of you know. Getting back to what we were talking to previously. Yes. So I'm hanging out with my brother, with my family. <laughs> You've never seen Birdemic. There is a song called it. Hanging Out With My Family Hang that out. is the peak of that Hang movie. Out with my family. And he's not going to be out. able to get through Hang this. Out with my family. Having ourselves a party. party. Which, by the way, when I watched it again, I realized there's no band. There's no one in the restaurant. He's just standing in front of the microphone. You know, and there's two people dancing yes, and no the one two, else. The two main characters. So he's performing for two people. Oh, it's, it's a private show. It's a private show. Yeah. Anyway. So getting back to my brother yes. in Atlanta, where there was nobody in the airport. Okay, yeah, when, it's, when COVID started. And we came down. And look at, oh my God, I can see like like the, the like my voice on the thing there. I wow. Go anyway, back so back to with me, I was with my brother, and he says to me, we, <laughs> we were in a McDonald's back in, uh, we were down in a McDonald's in Atlanta, and we were both like, yo, let's get some coffee, because... I don't know. I haven't gone to the bathroom in a few days, and so it was just like let's 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 really try to. My flush son did that too. He out. ate two quarters this week. Get him some McDonald's coffee. He'll oh, come right out. Yeah. You know. Well, you don't want to give a nine-year-old coffee. No, no, probably not. Anyways, um, all kidding aside, he says to me, "Hey, how?" And he goes, "You would not want to be on this cruise ship that's in Japan right now. They are not letting people off." Right. And this is where we get back and to that. And that's where I thought we would be, you know, because we were on a cruise ship. And it was just like, it was just like, I'm like, well, that, that's, that's pretty scary. And, now, and the scary thing about it was um, the Joko cruise, we've talked about this many times. I've done podcasts from there. It's a real geeky cruise. 
So, you know, people like, like I said, Will Wheaton's always on it, Jonathan Colton, John Hodgman, uh, Matt Fraction, mm -hmm. and you get to meet all these really cool creative people. And there's a lot of like nerdy people, a lot of introverted people, mm -hmm. but it's a very much a safe space for that week. And the two times I've been on it, by the middle of the week, everybody, there, people are always saying, like even on stage, oh, I wish we never had to get off this boat. I wish we could live on It's like on, they become a boat. second family. Yeah, and you're like hanging hey, out, hanging hang out, out with my family. That's the title of the episode now. Um, <laughs> but but the thing was, the reality kicks in, right? Of like, yeah, it'd be great to live on this boat forever. And then people started saying, uh, the food's gonna run out, and the toilets are gonna be full. Yeah, it's like yeah. cruise ships, as big as they are, are designed to run for seven or fourteen days, and then they are tapped out. So that was the scary thing. There were ships yeah. that were sitting out for three weeks. Oh. Like, you run out of resources. You're on a stranded island. You know? I mean, I mean, there there have been uh, instances, I think, before, before COVID where some sort of, like, nasty virus or something nasty breaks out on a cruise ship, and people are basically quarantined on there until, like, you yeah. know, you know, they... But they, that, that was going to happen globally. In fact, and that's was, exactly that's the scary part. There was a point during lockdown where they were starting to rip those ships apart. Remember that they were using the scrap. Oh my god! Because they were like, there was that feeling of like we're never going to get back to normal. No. And now the scary thing is, is that I remember saying to a coworker, and this is back in probably December of 2019. This is when they talked about COVID, like as part of like the fourth or fifth top story on the news. Maybe, maybe even in the. Maybe, maybe, maybe even further back, and it would be like, oh well, you know what? It's just a cold, you know. And that was that was the scary thing because a lot of people, even myself, at that point, were just kind of like, you know, you kind of thought that like, well, I'm I'm watching the news, and you know, they say it's like, you know, it's like flu-like symptoms and colds. It's like a bad cold or whatever and stuff. And it may be like that. That is true. That's kind of how it feels and I, I wonder if that started the distrust of it. it was like well they told us it was just a cold they told us it was only in china they told yeah, us right. it wasn't bad and i think there were some people that weren't able to make that pivot you know it's it was just a um you know first not only getting it that first time which was basically i'm gonna tell you that first the first time that i got covid my wife and I were living in two weeks of like like abject fear. I'm gonna be perfectly honest with you. The thing was was that, you know, I had to do my wife got it five days before I did. And then all of a sudden I was just like, Man, my body really hurts and wow, I just had this um uh, I remember I we had, had like Omaha steaks and I'm like, Can't taste the steak. Oh wow. You know, couldn't and when she was like she was like you know, like she was like still like you know my wife's a warrior, even when when she had COVID, feeling well she's like you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna make some steak I'm gonna you know you know, you know just 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 continue just as is and stuff like that. The 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 thing is is that you know, we were scared because we had heard all these things about if you have trouble breathing, mm -hmm. you know. And that's the thing I think with the first strain that that even people people that we knew who were really healthy, people who were in their thirties and forties, and all of a sudden they had it for like a month. Right. And then another family member I got who got it, you know, went into the hospital and never came home, who, as I told you earlier today, robust seventy four year old Kale smoothie, power walk and drinking guy in great condition with a great attitude, a great outlook on life goes in on Thanksgiving. And by the middle of December, he's gone with scar tissue on his lungs. Yeah. That was irreparable, you know, and and that's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking not only for 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 losing all these people that we love. And that we care for, it's it's heartbreaking for the people who go on and have to to survive and and try to make sense of this whole thing. I mean, some people we, we all have an expiration date. 
Some of us will die of heart disease. Some of us will die of cancer. Some of us will die in, an, in some sort of like accident. Whatever the case might be, we all, cancer, whatever it might be, we all have an expiration date. We just don't know what it will be. But if you said to uh, like, like, like over a million people, you're going to die of COVID, people would be like, what the hell is COVID? Right. And that's scary. And that millions that's... of people did, especially those those early days when we didn't have a vaccine, and that was that was the biggest, that was the biggest change. The like the like six to eight months. I, I remember before I came down with COVID, my wife had trouble breathing one day, and I drove her to the hospital, and I couldn't go in with her, and I'm sitting in the car and I'm having all these thoughts. I've got a broken ankle too. And I'm like, but luckily it was you know, my left foot, so I could still drive. The thing is, is that... So you were Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah, right. So the thing, my left foot, very good. I, uh, you were nominated <laughs> for that drive to the Dr. Gordon. You know, but I was, finally I got a text from her. She says, like, they're releasing me, and they're giving me, they gave me a chest x-ray. And she thought that it may have been, like, in her mind. And we just started doing these breathing exercises. And it was just insane and later that year uh my father passes away and we could only have 10 people at the at the graveside couldn't have a couldn't have a funeral couldn't couldn't do a wake you know we were just like all of a sudden it was like 10 people it was like and it was just it was just the weirdest thing because it was just you know i was you know just like like what the hell is going? And it was starting. And how do you pick ten people? Yeah, <coughs> it, and like, excuse and me. It, and it was becoming the new normal. How do you pick ten people to be at? You know, who do you pick? And it was just, it was just, it was just, it, it was insane. And then my wife and I, when our when our anniversary came up, we wanted to go away. You know, we wanted to go up to Vermont, and they're just like. Well, you can't go to Vermont. No New Yorkers are allowed in Vermont. And I was just like, so we went to Lake George. Beautiful place to visit. Oh, growing up, I went there every summer. Lake George is wonderful. Yeah. But the thing is, is that the feel like you cannot cross state lines. Yeah. That was something like, that was as foreign as the feeling of every day is the same. Right. Well, see, for me... I think I had a really different experience because for me, every day was not the same. Whereas um, I do remember work never stopped. <laughs> they never mm -hmm. like shut down. They were like, uh, just work from home, which proved once again, how easy working from home is. And three years later, I mm -hmm. work in, in the city two days a week and the other three days I work from home. But um, for me, I was just working and I was trying to balance work with everybody else. It was like mm -hmm. my wife and I were sharing the office you know, the boys were restless. School hadn't quite started yet, or they were starting to do remote learning, but they didn't know how to sign on. You had to be there to sign on, but if you had a meeting at the same time, it was really rough. And then um, my anniversary uh, rolled around like a month or so into it. And uh, like my ex was like, what do you want to do? And I was like, we can't do anything. We're in lockdown. And then, uh, and then she's like, well, what would you want to do? And then that, started a discussion uh on that day i started sleeping down in the basement oh and then i was i was there for um about two or three months i was there through my birthday mm -hmm. and then in july i moved and i and for a while i was like well you can't move because nobody can do anything we got so used to no one can do anything no one like maybe there are some restaurants that will deliver stuff to your porch and run away oh but, my god yes but, like, you can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. So I was like, well, I can't move. But then I found out you actually could move. And then, then I did. And, and uh, so everything changed from there. Because all of a sudden, for me, I had this apartment to myself. I mean, I had the boys half the time. But I never had an apartment. Right, right, right. I could never afford it. I always had roommates. Mm -hmm. So, like... On top of all of this that's going on, it was like right. my whole life was completely changing. 
and I was still doing the pod, this podcast. Yeah. I, uh, it might be worth going back to the 2020 podcast and seeing how I was dealing with that. That would be really interesting. To They're hear. all up there. The radio misfits podcast network and just you know? go to the lifestyle tab and click caffeinated comics. And you'll hear every podcast we've recorded since we've been part of the network. You know, it's, it's, I, you know, the thing about COVID and, 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 and we're keeping politics out of this. And, but the thing is, is that I think that we probably agree on like probably 98% of stuff. That it was Fauci's fault. Yes. <laughs> and George Soros. <laughs> the funny thing is, is that, um, <clears throat> you know, I know people who have been completely unvaccinated and thank God they've never gotten COVID. So they're like, well, you know, my vaccine. But, you know, and I know people who have gotten the vaccine and been like, you know what? I could have got a whole lot sicker. Well, that was the thing about the vaccine was I learned uh, you and I both got COVID when there was no vaccine. Correct. I'm jumping ahead because I got it early 2020. Yep. And, um, but there was no vaccine. There was, um, I will say that. There were breathing exercises. Yeah. Every, every attempt at breathing was an exercise in futility you know, for that week. But that was like, but there, there was a, for the most part, I was like, fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. There was a three-hour period where I thought, oh, I might die. Because it just, there was one period where it got really bad. Mm. And it, like, switched. The, yeah. thi- the thing I had with COVID was it was right. unpredictable. Right, right. So I had, I was feeling bad. Yeah. And then I was like, let me see if I can smell. We were watching, uh, this was the point where HBO Max was just dumping all of the new Warner Brothers movies mm-hmm. onto you know, before they decided to just murder it in its sleep. <laughs> um, but they put on the Tom and Jerry movie. Oh, my God. Which was like Colin Jost is in. Yeah, yeah. And so the boys were watching it, and I I realized I couldn't sit in the chair anymore. So where were you at this point? You were I'm in back... the apartment. You're at your apartment, I'm in the apartment. The boys are with me, yes. Because this is now, I've been in the apartment now uh, about six, eight months. So, so... I realize I cannot sit in the chair anymore. I don't feel well enough. I go to bed and I learned at this point with my apartment that if I looked down the hallway, I had a framed picture mm-hmm. uh, of uh, an army of darkness poster. Right. Right. But I could see the TV in the reflection. Okay. And I was like, I'll just watch a movie. for this. And then the next day I get, and then I was like, I'm really not feeling good. And right. Uh, the, the crazy thing about not smelling when everybody said you can't smell, I was like, Oh, you're, you must be so stuffed up. Then nothing goes through. Right. But I was able to breathe. So I opened I opened a jar of garlic powder and stuck my whole nose in it. And I swear to God, it was like Febreze was in there. Mm. I was like, the air is moving through. Nothing is happening. It's like when you lose your voice. Oh my you God. open your mouth and nothing comes out. And I was oh, like, yeah. oh, okay, yeah. Okay, it's bad. And then I got the test the next morning. Oof. But there was like, for the most part, what I had was like every three hours, it was a totally different symptom. And I did a podcast. I did like a 15 minute podcast. I was like, ah, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I just passed out. No. But it was like for hmm. three, it was weird. For three hours, I was nauseous. And then the nausea went away. Never and then got for nauseous. three hours, I had a headache. And then the headache went away. I had the and headache. for three hours, I was stuffed up. I, and then oh, I yeah. Up. And then for oh, three yeah. hours, I had bad muscle aches. But you, but they never moved in a pattern. They were completely random. And then, but there were three hours where my stomach was really bad, and that's when I was like, "Oh, I get it. This might be it." I remember during the first bout that it was, um, I was after after I had been diagnosed. I took my temperature. I topped out like at a hundred point four, something like Ooh. that. Which is not, it's a low-grade fever. Uh, anything over 100. Anything over 100 it's probably not is not great. But I had looked at it. I was just like, oh, 100.4. And then within 24 hours, I was down at 99. So it started to come down. And then I was just like, well, the muscles don't hurt as much as they did. I still can't taste anything. Still can't really, and definitely can't smell anything. But it was... All of a sudden, I felt like, okay, well, maybe I'm getting better. Two days went. I felt like, okay, I'm maybe making progress. But the third day, it was like a complete step back. Yeah. It was like every day for two weeks was two steps forward, one step back. 
Now, the thing is, is that in speaking with my doctor, who I always trusted implicitly and and till the day that he retired, which was last week, the thing is, is that, you know, he was just like, well, you know what? You get it. You'll probably never have to worry about it again. That was uh, that was a that was a thing. Then it was like, well, you get the vaccine and you'll get it and you'll never have to worry about it again. I remember going to get the vaccine and said, I just want to go to a baseball game and I just want to see a concert, you know, you know, you know, stick me, you know, just kind of like I just want to get back to to normalcy. Yeah, I remember the um, the first thing I went to that was normal when stuff started to open up was when the movie theaters began to open up. But yeah, there were, but there were no movies <laughs> because all, all of the pr- production of all the films was shut down mm-hmm. and they started to open. And then it was like. Remember there there was that period where you could rent a theater for yourself. <laughs> yeah, I can't be like a hundred no, bucks yeah, 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 to yeah, rent yeah. the theater and you could watch Tenet. No, and that was it. It was like the Tenet room. You could rent the Tenet room, which I finally saw last week, and I'm like, okay, not middle for Christopher Nolan. Right, 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 right. But they started doing uh, revivals, mm-hmm. and uh, um. Jill and I uh, went to, it was the first movie we ever went to together. They showed Raiders of the Lost Ark at an AMC. Ooh. And classic. I will stop anything to watch Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like, I watched Raiders of the Lost Ark on the cruise ship as the world was shutting down. I remember Jen and I going to go see, uh, there was a horror movie that I cannot think of the name right now. But we went to, I think the first movie that we went to was actually Drive-In. Oh yeah, they did do those too. Drive-ins yeah. were huge. They there were a lot of pop-ups out here uh Toyota Park at the soccer stadium. Yes. They stacked yes. up uh storage containers and threw a uh screen on that. Yeah. And that was the drive-in and we saw we saw a lot of revolves, especially around the holidays because you couldn't go out during the holidays so we saw like Elf and yep. Nightmare Before yep. Christmas yep. and yep. uh we at Halloween we saw Return Ooh. of the Living Dead. Ooh. And you just stayed in your car. They waved you in. You, you stayed. stayed they didn't in sell your you car. snacks. You just stayed. You in brought your, your car. own. Yeah, and it was, it was it cheaper was, that way. Kind of and I've never been to a drive-in movie before COVID. That's drive-in movies thing. are actually cool, but I've also but I found and this is like not getting off topic. I found that like when I go to a drive-in movie, I want to see something that requires very little. Um, uh, 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 Intelligence. I mean, no, no, no. I was something that requires. Well, you can't pay close attention. Like, you, 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 like you can watch the movie. Because it's a movie going on over there. Over there. You're not really. And in you're a in a car, there. you know. And the thing is, is that people are in their cars, and a lot of times they're drinking beer. They're loud. You know. They're. Yeah. You know. They're. Well, during COVID, everybody had their windows rolled up, so you couldn't even you couldn't hear anybody else. Well, do, we uh, during the uh, during the time that we had gone to the drive-in. Actually, what what a lot of people did was they turned their cars around completely, dropped yeah. the seats. Yes, and sat in the trunk. And sat in the trunk. Yeah, I saw you know? that. And that was actually, like, there was, there was a part of me that was just like, you know what? That is really, like, there, there, there's a coolness to drive-ins, but there's something about going to the movies. And the, I think the one thing that I'll take away from COVID is not only what I've gone through. In, in having COVID and then watching other family members, unfortunately, a very, very cherished one pass away. The thing that I'll go, that I remember, that I think I won't forget about COVID is that COVID really, really made me think about the little things in life. Just going to a movie, just going to of you know getting something to eat at at your favorite like pizza place you know everything that that was just like the the like this is going to sound crazy but just the thing of like oh my god it's it's friday it's saturday because all the days just seem to blend into just a a a a just a you know how do you say a a a just all together with it. Yeah. There was nothing special. And your job was never Monday to Friday, so it's not like... Because for me, it was like Saturday's the right. day I don't work. Right. I mean, with my job, you know, the business that I'm in is 24-7, 365. Right. 
and I work from, you know, I do, I usually work Wednesdays through Saturdays. The thing is, is that we operated with a skeleton crew. So that a lot of times, scary. a lot of times I was coming in. The skeletons just jumping out of closets. I'm here to work. Ah! Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, those guys, <laughs> and they always have a bone to pick with you. <laughs> and uh, no, the, but the funny thing is, is that like with the, um, with, if there's, if there was one hidden blessing about COVID, and this is, this is very, very hidden. The only thing that I, and as we spoke about this today as we were hanging out earlier, was my dad got really sick at the time and his health really declined. And it was not COVID related. And it was not COVID, it was cancer. And the thing was, I was able to spend more time with him during this time. And I was able to get back and forth to his house because we live quite a distance away. And but there was the, no traffic. There was no traffic. But the thing was, was that though, People, people might say, well, why didn't you have your father live with you? Well, my father was 84 years old, and he was just like, this is my place, and I'm going to be in this place. And he was set in his ways. And my wife and I were like, we've got everything for you prepared. Why don't you come stay with us? Nope. I, I couldn't get my dad to stay a night in my house in uh, 12 years. <laughs> I left the house before he got to stay over there. You know, so you know when people say that that the uh, the you know the older folks get set in their ways, it's 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 very very true. Yeah. There was, for example, you want to say Oriental and you can't. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a like a there's a specialness to that word, but uh, you know, the thing is, is that I think it's it sounds very regal, but. Um, <laughs> It's, uh, I, I guess. I don't understand it, why they're not impressed with it. You know, I don't, you know, okay. You know, I, I get it. It's fine. You know, we'll, uh, you know, we'll, we'll all adjust to whatever makes everyone happy. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's fine. But, you know, the thing is, is that's like the, um, from, from how I, you know, feel like with everything, everything that's gone on with COVID, it's just like, you know, this, you know, in addition to robbing us of people who were dear to us and 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 uh, and and really effing up our lives for 3 years. Yeah. The thing is is that I think I think COVID made helped me really learn that the the little things in life are really really special and then shouldn't be taken for granted because there'll be a day you know look I am I could be a professional when it comes to, hey, you know what? You know, it's a, um, I've got the next three days off. <clears throat> I could stay in all three days. I can I can have Cheerios and microwave food and watch Mystery Science Theater and sports. Yeah. And I, I could be completely happy. And that's great. Maybe for three days. See, I see I have a so much longer leash. I, I do like you got the pe- longer leash and that's fine. I do yeah, like no, seeing I people it. I like, I but totally I was like, get- like I said, the, the crazy thing for me was I went from living in one place to living in a new place. So it, well, that's a whole different experience. So it, and it actually helped my boys a lot because while all of their friends were locked into the same house all the time, every three days they got a different house. Yeah, no, I can so see it, that. It opened up their world, you know. And and the funny thing was, you know. Um, the, I was newly single because, you know, mm-hmm. after being locked up for a couple of months, we were like, yeah, this really isn't going to turn around. Uh, I was newly single and I was on the apps during COVID. So there was also, right. I, it kind of reminded me like what the AIDS epidemic must have been like in the 80s. Because you're like, oh, I want to meet people and hook up, but I might die. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and literally, I this remember. This could be great, but I could die. <laughs> uh, that's how I feel on roller coasters. <laughs> but I remember going on dates and going like, uh, uh, well, I'm not sick. Are you sick? No, I'm not sick. I was like, all right, all right let's it? hook up. Yeah. Well, not hook up, but, well, maybe well, a up. couple of them were. And the yeah, couple, that's good. A couple good. of them were like, nah, I'm going to go. There was that. You know? I do remember the, the first thing, and I want to give him a shout out. Um, good friend of the show. Remember the first place that opened um, in out of everything was like, I, I think I moved out. It was like two months later was Mr. Wayne's Mr. Wayne's collectibles. Um, the mm-hmm. toy store in Westmont, uh, you and I have been there and Mike yeah, 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 yeah. and Mike turned it into a booth. 
So he pushed wow. so he pushed the the register up to the door. And then you walked up to the door and he said, What do you want? And I and I remember walking up and I was like, What Star Trek figures you got now? And um, you know, uh, Mike's a good friend of the show. He's been on many times. Right, As right, a lot right. of you people know, I'd say 75% of his business is vintage figures. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he gets the new figures in. Nice. But a lot of what's fun about going into that store is like, oh my God, I didn't know you had this. I didn't know you had this. Um, so I was just like, what do you got in Star Trek? And he brought out just a bunch of stuff from the 90s. He's like, here's a, here's a box, go through it. But it was so nice to have that contact again. You know, we both had masks. The six feet apart, that was the big deal. Mm-hmm. Six feet apart, masked. But just to be able to see somebody and talk to them, yeah, was a big, big deal. And he I, was the first. He mm-hmm. was the first business that a friend of mine had, right? Where I was like, I could go out and see my friend. That's the thing. It's just like I remember during the the during the uh, the pandemic, there was there were times where friends were like, "Hey, let's all zoom together," and that was great. But after a couple of times, I'm like, I can't do this. Yeah, we did that. All the Clarks did that. Uh, hanging out, hanging, hanging out, out with, with my family, family having ourselves a Zoom party. <laughs> Very nicely done. So, the <laughs> yeah, I've been waiting a half hour to do that. <laughs> I, I, I admire your restraint. But uh, all the Clarks would get on, like all my cousins and aunts and uncles, and so much have, have passed since. And we were doing it every week. Mm-hmm. But then I remember uh, when I moved out, I was like, I didn't want to explain it to everybody. My no, wife and I were, uh, my wife and I were in that box every, yeah, yeah, yeah. every week. And then yeah. I was like, and then I moved out. I was like, I don't want to go on and explain. You well, know? No, and and yeah. it was like, part of it was my process. I didn't want to like, of course not. I didn't want to no, run around like shouting about thing. it. But yeah, but, yeah but that was, but in a way that was, it was freeing, mm-hmm. but it was also more self-isolating. Right. Uh, on my own accord. And, the, but, and the, well, it's, the funny thing was even during the pandemic for mm-hmm. me, I was only, only single for like a month or two mm-hmm. because I met Jill and, and right. we, we've now been together three years. Beautiful. And we, we moved into a house together and yep. it's just like we basically everything restarted quickly, which never would have happened uh, if, if the pandemic hadn't happened. Cause honestly there were just years and years and years. I was just in that house and just keeping myself busy. Like, yeah, I'll go make the podcast. I'll go to work, you know? And I probably mm-hmm. would have, I probably would have kept doing that. You know, that's that's the thing. It's just like, I think, this is, I, oh God, I remember. I the, remember <laughs> you. I can't say hang on with my family again. <laughs> was that Skid Row? That was Skid Row. I don't remember any of the words, but it's still annoying. I remember you. Anyway, um, I remember like, and I'm sure everyone remembers this was the uh, delivering of packages and then you had to bring them in and you had to wipe them all down. Yeah. Oh God, I hate Hand that. sanitizer on everything. Hand sanitizer on anything. Yeah. And then masks helped and then they didn't help and then they were for you or not for you then they were for others. They were like they were eggs. Just, they were just like, no <laughs> They're one... They're good for you. They're bad for you. Look, look, I, look, the thing was is that like, no one knew what the hell was going on. We were getting some really bad information for some authority. Yeah, because I remember, well, no... You know, I'm not going to say which authority. But I'm no, not gonna... yeah, and nobody had like this straight line. I remember uh, when Jill and I first started dating, she bought me this really nice mask and it had Velcro on the back and it went totally around your neck and it covered your nose and it covered your mouth. And she's yeah. like, you have to have this. But it had, right. the, it had the vents on the side. And then a month later, they were like, don't use those. Oh, God. You know, Jenny bought me a really nice one. It's one of Stan Lee, and it's got all the Marvel characters all over it. I got to show it to you something. I'll text you a picture. Wait, is is this a plastic mask that has a slit for the mouth and cutouts for the eyes and a rubber band on the back? Because that won't stop it. You know? No. (laughs) No. No, it was was a cloth one. You know what? I'll... I'll have to text you a picture. Uh, yeah, I still have some. It's of, I really, have some of my it was masks. really a like it was like a a high end mask. It was a big Etsy thing for a while too. It was a big Etsy yeah. thing. Like I remember for Christmas, my sister in law bought us you know matching naughty and nice Christmas masks, and of course I would wear the one that wears nice. And then again. <laughs> And, uh, you know, well, uh, and it's funny, too, because I remember I remember uh, 
I got a one with Tikar and Samosa, our cats. And they're both gone. Unfortunately. Yeah. You know? But remember the pro- remember the projects in lockdown when we thought it was going to be a month? It's like, there were periods we could talk about, like, everybody was breaking bread and everybody was singing sea chanties and every- everybody was banging yeah. pots outside their outside their windows. Or there was like, mm-hmm. and having Zoom, <clears throat> Zoom meetings with the families. Having ourselves a Zoom, Zoom meeting. Party. So, uh, but, no. but I remember. Yeah. Um, yes. For me, I yes. was like. Yes. Uh, yes. What is this interrogation? Yeah. <laughs> no. 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 Yes. Anyway, I remember. Yes. Uh, I was going <laughs> to. You are disrupting Sorry. this conversation. Sorry. It's a serious conversation. For we're recording time. this. You do know we're recording this. Yeah, of course we do. <laughs> All right. But I remember I, I was like, I'm going to rewatch Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Again. I stand by every word you say. Shut up. Okay. Star For Trek. Ten years, the first time I've ever said this on the podcast. Shut up, guest. Shut <laughs> up. Oh, put my cat on. Turn his mic off. We'll do it live. <laughs> going to do it live. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I remember thinking like, I'm going to rewatch Star Trek Deep Space Nine, which was seven seasons. It was right. like, yeah, yeah. it was like 180 episodes. Um, and I hadn't seen it in like 10, 15 years. I was like, this is a great show. Mm-hmm. But it was the first Star Trek show that you kind of had to watch from beginning to end. Right. Okay. Because it was, they weren't one-offs. There was like, it was that great period in the mid to the late nineties yep. where TV shows were just starting to experiment with binging and season watching. Mm-hmm. It was like the X-Files were just like, you had to keep watching it. Yeah. And Deep Space Nine, you had to, but I missed a lot cause they would move it around. And I was yes, like, sir. I'm going to watch the show again. And Star Trek to me is very comforting. It's yeah. like it's a safe yeah. spot. It's uh, and I remember it took so long because there were so many episodes. I started in one house and I finished in another house. Wow! And I remember okay. watching the final episode. Yes, sir. And I was like, God damn it! I thought Cobra would be over by now. Like when I watched the episode one, I was like, Well, I'll get halfway through, everything will go back to normal, and I'll keep watching it. I had the same. Like I remember, I was. So before everything got completely locked down, my ankle was broken, and I'd gone to a doctor. How did you break your ankle again? I was screwing around at work, acting like a klutz. In and your I 50s. Just, and like a 50s. And all of a sudden, I went down a couple of steps, and my ankle just like, all of a sudden went under me. And I was just mm. like, oh, wow. I'm like, wow, I can't step on this. And now it hurts. And all of a sudden, they were like, you should go to the hospital. And I was kind of like, Okay. It went to the hospital like, yeah, it's, I thought it was just a sprain. And they're like, this is broken. I'm like, wait, what do you mean it's broken? No way. Get a new one. <laughs> Get a new one. Anyway, so the thing was, was that I had the same thing of, uh, as I was going like to the doctor, he's just like, oh, I can barely, I remember the last time I saw like an actual doctor for the ankle, like a, an orthopedist. The guy says to me, I can barely see the fracture. Because it's healing nicely. Just keep doing what you're doing. After that, an appointment, everything had shut down. So I never got really physical therapy for it. So sometimes it hurts if it rains or whatever, like weather, whatever. You know, sometimes you just you just feel it in, in, in that joint especially. But the thing is, is that I remember as we were leaving that appointment that day, I was sitting like talking about maybe making another appointment coming up. And I said to the nurse, yeah, well, hopefully this COVID thing's over in a couple of weeks or so yeah, by Easter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just like, no, nah, that that didn't happen. No, that's what Trump said. You know? Yeah, it'll all be over at Easter. Yeah, unfortunately. Because they were so worried about the money slowing down. Mm. The supply chain slowing down. And that's the thing. It's just like, there's been like, I mean, that that's another topic that, that, I mean, we could talk about. But I don't think it really it serves any purpose. But the whole like supply thing chain thing and, right, and yeah. shortages well, ev- of stuff well, because everything slowed down because the workers had it's to like space stuff just, out and stay away from each other it was amazing how quickly it all just like it just everything stopped. just stopped yeah it was like you're not gonna get that it's you're not, not getting it it's not happening no exactly yeah I, it, it really reminded me how much the world revolves around constant motion Mm. Because you think, well, I want this thing. They made that thing, and they'll send me that thing, and now it's over. Yeah. But you realize the entire world is built on millions of people doing that. Every and then you day, realize that it's just like day. if you want to go get a if you want to go get a car, go get that. You can't go get that new car because the thing is, it needs this chip, and it can't be delivered. That happened in my my car. I got a new car in 
2021. Mm-hmm. And luckily, it was the car I wanted was the only car on the lot because there was no chips. And right. then when there were chips, there was no foam for the seats. Wow. So that was like that was like another reason you couldn't get a car. And I was fortunate because the the car I wanted, they were like, well, we only have this one in this color. I'm like, that's the color I want. And, you know, I still had that car. So yeah. it worked out. There you but, go. But there were so many weird things of like, nope, this isn't going to happen anymore. Nope, you're not going to get this. No, this, you're not going to do this. And that's the thing is, it's like, because I think we live in such a world where we expect everything immediately and we're geared that way. The internet is geared yeah. that way. If we want something, go on Amazon, go order it. It'll be here in two days. Well, and streaming went streaming exploded is, yeah. during the pandemic because there were no movies or nothing, anything. And then, uh, and watch it at home. And Disney Plus had just launched. They made out so well. You know? It's funny because, like, as you watched uh, Deep Space Nine, yeah, I watched. Oh my God, I watched, I watched Deep Mist- Space Six, which is a porno. <laughs> Deep Space Sixty Nine. <laughs> I'm glad you like that. I'm sure there's a. I'm sure there's a parody out there. That's you know. Oh man, that, but, I I deserve to not get that. That was good. That was really good. Deep Space Sixty Nine. <laughs> So, I was yeah, living just on... Just think of when the Ferengi show up. Oh, Jesus Christ. Like Denny in the room. Whoa. I like to watch. Ah. <laughs> hey, I may not be into it, but I like to watch. But the uh, the thing is, is that I remember I went into a heavy diet of... And this is this was also pre-pandemic, because I always love the show. I, Mystery Science Theater. I watched Godzilla. Old Godzilla. I watched Christopher Lee Dracula. Well, didn't we do that? Was that during, was that during the pandemic where we... You and I on this podcast, we did every Christopher Lee Dracula. Yeah, yes. Was that did. during the podcast? Or was that before? I mm, mm. because because we were tracking them down. We were actually sending each other links to watch them, and then we. I think them it was the probably show. during the pandemic because it it would probably make sense that uh, we uh, that we would that again, we have done every, that because it, it would keep us busy. Again, everybody was planning a short term project. I remember thinking, I'm going to sort my Legos. Because we had just piled, we had big bins that were piles of Legos. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to sort them all. Yep, and then yep. I'm going to rebuild all these sets because I had the Death Star. Yeah, and yeah. I had the Raiders Jungle Temple. And I had Jabba's Sail Barge. Oh and God. I had uh, the Bat, <laughs> I had the Adam West Bat Cave. Oh, that's cool. And, but they were all pi- a big pile of bricks. Mm. And I sorted them by color and that took six weeks. Mm. And I do still have them sorted. Like we actually brought them to the house and we still, we have all the bins of different colors. But that was like, that was my big project. And then I also had this Lego set and I was absentmindedly like building bricks and right, I was making right, this right, like right. Indiana Jones jungle trap. Okay. And it covered like a dining room table before. Mm-hmm. In fact, after I left, it stayed up for like another couple of months because <laughs> the boys were playing with it. But I was literally, it was like not planned. It was just every now and then I'd be sitting there. I was like, I'll build a little trap here. Oh, I'll build a secret room here. And I was... Again, we thought we thought it was going to be over fast, but it's like when it was over. I I think we all kind of knew this deep down. When it was over, we'd all be different people. And I think all of us pretty much are. I mean, if you've been affected by COVID, if you've known somebody who passed away, if you just just the way of going about like life, you know, it's just like you know, it's just like uh, you know, the the thing that really strikes me. Is that I remember from from where I work that if you said that you were exposed to anybody who had COVID, you got a free two week vacation. And now the thing is like it's just like even if you actually have COVID, it's just like it's just like well after five days, yeah, you can come to work. Yeah, you know. Well, and, but you have to be you have to prove you've been vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many places. Uh, when I came to visit you, mm-hmm. uh, not let la- was it last summer? No, it wasn't last summer. It was like two, two summers. Two summers ago, we went to the comedy cellar. Yeah. Uh, see, see my good friend Mark Normand and Michael Che was on the show, and and uh, Jim Norton was on the show. It was a great show, but we all had to show vaccination cards to get in the door. And I still have my vaccination card in my wallet. So still got it here. too. Yeah. Because just in case, you never know. You know, and that's the thing. It's just like. I mean, if you asked me, like, like before all of this started, when you're going back to December 2019, January 2020, like, if, um, 
you know, do you realize how much the world is going to change because of this? And do you know how not only and and not only exactly how much the world is going to change, but the lives that are lost, which every human life lost is a tragedy. The thing is, is that there's a there's also an element of COVID that you would hope would bring people together. It has been a lightning rod for bringing people for separating people. Well, it, it's done. and that's that's it's something done. I don't want to get it's into. Done. No, 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 no. And I think we're going to wrap things up. But uh, it's not as much good as it's done bad because I would say both the divorce rate and the birth rate spiked during lockdown. But what's disappointed me was we learned so many lessons when we backed off a bit on capitalism and we let kind of we let kind of the earth cool down a bit from that. Mm -hmm. And like things started getting better and the air started clearing up. And it was like, oh, we're going to learn the right lesson because every it was a big reset button for everybody. And I was like, okay, we're all going to be we're all going to be a little more clear headed about this. We're not going to be as fucked up as we were. But nah, but uh, humans never learn. Yeah, and some people and some people are just remain fucked up. It doesn't matter. And there were so people, so many people going like, I want to go back to fucking up. As soon as we open back up, shootings. It was like within a week. Well, now I mean, look. It was like I can't wait to see people again, so I can hate them and kill them. You know, the funny, the not the sad thing is, is that like. You know, there's there's a plethora of people going of, of of shootings going on now. Now it's not like months apart or six, you know, a year, something like that. You, you, people are just going like like crazy. Crime is spiking. Well, yeah, it's I, just, th- I thought all that was going to slow down just from uh, all of us taking a break. Just a baby of a of a come to Jesus kind of. You know, let's, let's 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 get back to. It's almost that feeling like you've been fighting with somebody for a while, and then they go away. You're like, oh, you're gonna miss them. You're gonna t- be nicer to them when they come back. You know, it like let's let's happen. let's maybe try to understand each other a little bit better. Yeah. And unfortunately, we're kind of back to where we were. Uh, well, uh, well, that was a downer. Shit. I apologize for everyone who joined in, going like, I wonder if Sylvester Stallone is in Guardians of the Galaxy three more. I wonder if he wears a helmet. Um, I don't know. So we just talking about people dying for like an hour. I love the blue guy from the first one. The guy, the uh, Drax. Yeah. Oh yeah, Dave Batista. Oh my god. Oh, we, no, we, no, no, no. Wait, yes, wait. yes, Batista. Yes. But the guy who was on, oh god, The Walking Dead, who was who was Daryl's brother. Yeah, he's not in this one though. Well, I think he got killed in. He one got of killed them. in the second one. Spoiler for. I love that one. guy. He was re- Michael Rooker. Michael Rucker. Yes, he was Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, which I remember when it came out, we all thought it was real. And I'm like, how can this be real? It stars Michael Rooker. You know, it's so funny because it's just like there was uh, I think of like The Walking Dead and we'll probably look. I know we're wrapping this up. The thing is, is that like I remember like like really being into that show. I loved Michael Rooker. I loved Glenn. I loved Michonne and, and Rick, of course. And then it just, it just changed, and it well, just. I well, they know. went through a lot of showrunners, but it was also like the X Files, where it's like, it didn't end. You know, they ran out of stories, but it didn't end. I love Jeffrey Dean Morgan, but I hated his character. I sort of like him more by the end, but I didn't finish it. We've talked about this before. Uh, Jill finished it. I'm I'm in the final season just because it's on Netflix her. now, but there's so I, much I, new I stuff on Netflix that I'm like, push it back. Push it back. I, I quit so few things. Mm-hmm. I quit everything. Why don't you quit this podcast? All right, I'm leaving. All right, so if you'd like to tell us uh, what... Hang it out. Hang it out with my family. Hang out. Hang out with my family. Wait, were you doing the first part or the second part? I thought you would do the first part twice. I thought, we'd do the, I thought I would do the second part. I Maybe mean, we could have like a... Uh, you know, an acapella kind of thing. Like like you sing hanging out and I say with my family and it becomes like a row, row, row your boat kind yeah, of situation. Something like, yes, <laughs> yes, right. yes, yes, yes. Well, I don't know what the what the musical term is, but you know what you just said there? Yes, that. That's true. That's right. All right. How do we find you online? You don't. No, you were, uh, you were on Howie Twitter Weingarten. for a little bit. Yeah, but I, I had to I had to get off. Yeah. It was a little, a little too rough for Howie. <laughs> 
Uh, well, if you want to follow me, I'm at not on my book on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Uh, Instagram is uh, intermittent pictures of guitars and toys and cats and cats and uh, almost knocked your uh, Twitter. I mostly lurk and talk to celebrities I like. This guy? Who sometimes are, that's Iron Man. No, no, the guy next door. War Machine. War Machine. Yeah, you almost talked over War Machine. I did. Which would have been bad for you. He has so many guns. Oh, no. You don't make him angry. You wouldn't like him when he's angry. And he's next to Hulk. You would also make Hulk angry. Yeah. Just like neighborly anger. Mm. <laughs> you can Outrage. Follow, uh, you can follow me and not on my book. And don't forget, if you are not already listening to this show, if you're not subscribed, uh, you can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts. Um, and also, if you'd like to see a video podcast, we do cover the uh, the MCU review. We cover each Marvel movie coming out. We'll be moving on to the Disney Plus shows. And Top Men is our limited series podcast where we're doing each Indiana Jones movie and Indiana Jones Last Crusades coming up. So not only can you hear that on this show, but you can also see it live on Facebook and YouTube. So I have to shower on those days. Yay! Yeah. All right. But either way, we will talk to you next week. And it-